Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Donald and Donald podcast, baby. Double off script. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can also shout out your favorite sports team and send in your sports-related questions and look for them to be discussed on future episodes of the Donald of the Doubled Off Script Podcast at sportsdd.23 at gmail.com. Again, that's sports, the letter D, D.23 at gmail.com. Enjoy the show. Double D. Shaq and Kobe duo, please tell me who's stopping us. Mike and Brady goats, please tell me who's topping us. Prime won't dog and leaders, I got them both in me. We gonna change the game with this one, like Wimby in the league, guaranteed every week, like Stephen Clay from the three. Let's chop it up outside the shop. Dynamic duo, double D. Yeah, boy, that's my man D. Spitting it and making it happen for y'all fellas today, ladies and gentlemen. Episode three, right here back at you. Welcome back to the most favorite, the most liked, the most listened to, and the most hype sports broadcast in existence yes welcome back to the donald and donald podcast double d we are coming to you straight off script baby giving you a brand new fresh look at the things you think you already know about that's happening in the world today we ain't in the barbershop, though. He know it's not. He's just getting a little shape up on it. <laughs> He's getting a little shape up, but we already good with it. Man, we have so many wonderful things that we want to talk about today, and y'all just going to love it. So listen up. Listen closely and pay attention. First up, Donald, holler at me, baby. Tell me something. This James Harden trade, what's going on with it? You go ahead and tell me your mind, your, your thoughts about what's happening, and I'm going I'm to tell you exactly who went where on it. It's still kind of fresh to me, but it looked like the Clippers didn't give up much to acquire a player as James Harden. Mm-hmm. So it does, I don't think it hurts them at all and hopefully does make them better, just mm-hmm. depending on what version of James Harden we see. I do like the fit on paper, mm-hmm. but all we already learned from situations like this, we got to see it fit, especially out there with the Clippers. We got to see how Paul George fares for a full season, Kawhi fares for a full season, and what you get out of players like Royce Brooke and Bone. You got some players. That's what, you got some players out there, so we just got to see mm-hmm. what comes from all of this. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the whole thing about it. So, so just all right. So it's very, very fresh. We know it's very fresh and everything that's going in or whatever. This is like uh, James Harden, like fourth trade, man. I mean, uh, maybe probably going on five, but he's bouncing all over the place. Yeah, he's getting moved around, right? So, but it's like he wants out. He it's like the, the places that he at. You know, he don't want to be there no more. Yeah, it's. I think it's more of just like he's giving up on a lot of situations. As soon as the situations don't pan out for him, or as soon as it's not in his favor. He's out. He's chasing money. He's chasing rings when there hasn't even panned out for him. He mm-hmm. hasn't won. Any, he hasn't even came close to winning. 
Uh, yeah, and that makes sense. So with that being said, now, so you know, all right, I thought it was really going to take him. Like, what was it with the next? He's with, well, first he was at OKC, right? Yep. Then for OKC, traded to OKC, traded to Rockets, traded to the Rockets. That didn't work out and everything, whatever. That went that went bad. That kind of spoiled. Then he went to the Nets. Yeah. Now I really thought that that was like really going to happen because then he like uh, you know uh, get up with uh, Kyrie Irving, Uncle Drew, Kyrie, Kevin Durant team. Right. Yeah, they had a chance too, and then they get to the playoffs and everybody just gets injured. Yeah. And then that's when all that drama happened out there with coach. They they didn't like Steve Nash mm-hmm. for whatever reason it was behind the scenes. They didn't like Steve Nash. Yeah. And then after that, they got smacked with injuries. That's when Kyrie started getting hurt. Right. KD went down. James Harden was out for a lot. Right. And then when they came back, they was like, yeah, this ain't working. Okay. Everybody wants out. Let's move on to the next thing. Okay, cool. That's that's fine. That's fine. Because KD right now, you know, he's with the Phoenix Suns. Okay. And then you're taking some but James Harden say, hey, oh, I would love to play for the 76ers and everything, right? I would love to play for him. And he went there, and apparently, you know, that kind of didn't, like, work out. So, with that being said, Clippers. Now, are the Clippers somebody to reckon with now? Because he reunited with Russell Westbrook. He reunited with him. Yep. Paul George, we know he balls hard. He's a good player. He has to stay healthy. In fact, everybody does. Kawhi Leonard, you know, he has some knee injuries and stuff that's going on. On. What 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 place does this put them into now? As far as the Clippers on this side of the, of the spectrum now, what are I we doing? We're already getting ready to see a new Clippers team, but yeah, okay. just because of the no resting thing, the rule that the uh, NBA put out, yeah, where you can't sit back to backs and things like that if you're a superstar player. So that's um, Kawhi and Paul George all day. Right, that's been their thing, just not have, being able to have both of those guys on the floor. Right. So from that point, we was gonna see a new. Clippers team anyway. Right. Now you add in a Russell Westbrook who gets the full season there. You add in a James Harden right. who's coming off of – he did play fairly well at the end of those playoffs. Right. He He's still James Harden. I yeah. think he led the league in assists last season. He's still James Harden. Let's not get it confused. So I think they're going to be – and like I said, they didn't give up. Yeah. I think they gave up Nicholas Batum. Marcus Morris, Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, KJ Martin. Okay. Nobody really that you're hurting and losing if right. you're gaining a James Harden. Mm-hmm. 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 So that's just I think that just off that alone, mm-hmm. you guys are now should be in conversations for content. We right. still gotta see the production yeah. on the court. We gotta see who you guys are on the court. But like I said, off paper, you guys should be contenders this year. Right. I got you. And that makes a lot of sense and everything because, like you said, I mean, I don't know. We, we're going to get to this in a, in a little bit later. But, you know, right now, the Lakers and everything, they are struggling some. And if that team can gel and come together, uh, like you said, I, I know the Phoenix Suns, the Denver the Denver. The Phoenix Suns, the Denver Nuggets, and those are are, are, are big, big names. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm talking about maybe they can like run deep and everything, and, and try for that conference, or buy for that conference, and everything. Now on that side, if, if everything's jail, but it's it really going to have to stick together. It's going to have to come like glue. Like with that trade, they should be in that top three conversation of the, of the Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, those Lakers team. You, they right. should be in those same conversations. Right. Are we going to get a healthy Paul George and Kawhi Leonard? Right, a consistent play every game. That's just what it is. That's just what it's going to depend on. What it's going to come down to. Yeah, health and just how available they are. Yeah, and that's true. So, with that being said, what 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 kind of compensation or what are the Seven Sixers supposed to or expect to get back from all of this, man? Because it it happened kind of quick. I think once it's it just happened. washing their hands. 
Yeah. And just a while wanted to be done with the whole situation, just the roller coaster of everything off the court going on. The, right. Darren Morey lost his trust. All uh-huh. those type things. It's just it's no really coming back from it. Okay. He went out in public, spoke bad about the franchise. Yeah. You can't really bring somebody back like that, pay mm-hmm. him that money. Right. Because it's clear he doesn't want to be here. Right. And y'all are in the problem with Joel Embiid's career. Right. But that's also where y'all lost me on the trade because y'all didn't get anything back. True. That's what I was kind of thinking. So let's look at it as what, as, as what it is right now. All right, so 76 has still got Tobias Harris, Maxi. Mm-hmm. And, and he got um, Joel Embiid, but but Joel Embiid has to stay healthy. Yeah. He's a big man and he's a great player. I think he won MVP last mm-hmm. year, but he has to stay healthy. So you know, Max, he he taking uh, what is Tyrese Max? He has to take that. He is balling out of control right now to another level. Though, but, but he has to lot. take it to another level. So a lot on him, right? So a lot on Max. So, so you tell me, you tell me with what they got because he's gone. That's fine. But they have won games this season without. without him. Yep. So what where you see the 76ers landing in all of this as far as this season because it's still young as far as it's when it progresses. Where you see it going for the 76ers? I just honestly think they took a step backwards. Yeah. From being in that conversation as a top three team in the East. Mm-hmm. Especially when you add the new books team. Yeah. You add Giroud and Kristaps who's rejuvenated to that set. That Celtics team Right It's like You guys gave up Your second best player And didn't get Another second best player back Right You got players Who are gonna have to come in And They're role play They're mm. Your best player You got back Is probably Gonna be Nicholas Batum Right When it comes to production On the floor Absolutely And that's it- not a, That's not enough When you When you're talking about Trading away A just to, like we said, he led the league, and he was still James Harden. Yeah, right. So just to basically just give him away for a bag of chips. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And see, the thing about it is, and I, and I know it's not a really big thing, but uh, I know Dennis Green. He took and Denny. He got he got mixed up in there a little bit. I don't know if they dropped yeah, him they or just not. Waved him to oh. make room for the other guys. Are they, they going? They only traded PJ and um, James. Are they going to bring him back? Because he, even though he may have been low in the point production side of things, he was a great defender on a lot of times the other team's best shooter. And maybe that's what they expected Marcus Mur- Marcus Morris to come in and give him some type of edge on defense, and maybe a Nicholas Batum. Like maybe they're trying to recover that part with bodies, right? Because they did get a Robert Covington, who's mm-hmm. a great perimeter defender too. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's they're trying to get it with bodies, and then they got some draft capital. Okay. So that's why I really think they're just washing their hands with the whole James Harden situation. Mm-hmm. And I guess just go see what they can do with who they have right now. Playoffs or not? 76ers, playoffs or not? Right, what I think they right still can't make the playoffs just off the strength of a Joel Embiid. Uh-huh. And Tobias, they do still have solid players, right? Tobias Harris, Tyrese Maxey. Right. We just got to see what these other guys, like what the new team will look like. Right. I still think they can make the playoffs, but I think it'll be on the back end. Yeah. That six, seven, eight. Somewhere on the net range now. How much time do you think Joel Embiid has left anyway, man? He's the he's a big man. He he's prone to injury, but he has been working hard to stay in shape, keep keep it really, you know, in the middle yeah, of things. I think, but I think now he takes the game way more serious. Yeah, and I think that's the. I, I'm not worried about Joel Embiid's 
long run, mm -hmm. I'm more worried about if I was a 76ers. How much longer do we have Joel Embiid for? Right, right. I think you, Joel Embiid would be successful in a lot of different situations if he was if he wasn't in Philly. He would have been, you know, yeah. The situation just would have been a lot. He's dealt with a lot. Right. He's dealt with not having nobody. Right. Finally getting somebody. Yeah. There was drama around that. Y'all get him like every time is y'all get him Jimmy Butler. Yeah. For some reason y'all decide to pay Tobias Harris. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, Think about it. So it's, <laughs> it's like what what more do we expect for him to do for the 76ers? Okay. With that being said, they got a new coach, right? Yep. Who, Nick Nurse? I, yeah, I want to say it's Nick Nurse. Okay, so with that being said, what, what does he bring to the team? Because uh, he did some good things in Toronto, didn't he? Yeah, but that was the the Kawhi Leonard year. Oh, and then after that, there was like, was uh, see, you wouldn't want to yeah, be you. Was, we got our ring up here now. And then it, the once he lost that star player... The team became mediocre. It was just they still got Van Leek for him. Van Fleek, don't yeah, they? they, they <laughs> nah, Van Fleek's out in Houston. Man. Yeah, he is, ain't he? Yeah, they they're running out. Who do they have Schroeder up there? And, oh, Schroeder, uh, uh, Scotty Barnes, and Pascal. That's oh my right now. goodness! Okay, well that's cool. Well, listen, let's bring it a little bit closer to home right now, man. Okay. Our Hornets, the Hornets win, Hornets win, Hornets win, and we what we talking about is the opening night game against who? The Atlanta Hawks in that eighty five battle. Okay, we're gonna have to get back up on this thing now. Now listen, PJ Washington put up twenty five points along with a new contract. Scary Terry dropped in twenty four, but no more. Lamelo Ball added fifteen. It was a slow start, but he got it done. And Brandon Miller's rookie debut of thirteen points. Scoring a very crucial late three-point bucket to seal that win. You just got to tell me about your thoughts about this, man, because they did win that thing and made it look pretty decent, 116-110. Watching the game, it was not pretty. <laughs> watching it, just because, okay, as a fan, we got to realize LaMelo did just come back. He just got cleared to play basketball right before season started. He, well, what was going on right before that time? What happened? I want to say it was the ankle again. Ah, he re-injured it? Yeah, just oh. uh, in training camp. So I want to say it was just like a sore ankle. But he just got cleared to – so he is rusty. He, But, man, he did not <laughs> – what was he? Four for 15, 11, four for 11. All makes came from behind the three. Yeah. And, it was, and it, like you said, slow start. He right. started off missing, couldn't hit the, <laughs> the side of a barn. Like, it was terrible. <laughs> Found a way to end up. And luckily, like I said, luckily, we did have a P.J. Washington site who did have an amazing game. Did he, though? We did have Terry Rozier have an amazing game. Marcus Williams, 13 points, 15 rebounds. Double-double. Amazing game. Brandon Miller off the bench. Amazing. Like, People around him picked it up. Yeah. But we only won by six. Right. That's scary. Yeah. So now it's song like LaMelo, we really do need you to consistently be right. LaMelo Ball. Right. Yeah, you've got some pieces around you. And I will say, Brandon Miller has looked like the best pick out of them top three. Don't it though? He, well, I don't I haven't seen a whole lot of scoop. But I think he Scoot's, might be doing this. Scoop's this. not bad. Like, mm. yeah, don't get me wrong, Scoop's not bad, but just the Shot making ability, right? Uh, Brandon Miller's been finishing at the rim. Yes, he's competing on the board. Did you he, see that flush? He's oh, and his shot looks smooth. Yeah, he's showing like, yeah, I can knock this. Definitely, he's gonna be able to knock down three point shots. Yeah. So, just from my, what I was saying about them too, 
Brandon Miller's having a 17. Yeah, 17 off of 47 shooting, 43 from the three. Uh huh. Victor Wimbenyard is averaging 15 and shooting 23% from three, and that's mainly what he's been. They've been having him stand around the perimeter and hunt three-point shots. And I don't know if that's what they're having him doing. Right. Or that's just the way he's decided to play. Mm-hmm. But I think that's hindering because he hasn't found that shot early. Right. Brandon Miller's came in that it hasn't. It's, he hasn't had that problem transitioning to the league yet. Right, right. I got you. I got you. So listen. So so let's kind of put this all together and everything. Like they say, they won their season opener and everything. Okay, against the the, the the Hawks, which was a good thing. In fact, the Hawks started off their season zero two. But let's fast forward just a couple more games because the Hornets lost their next two. Yep. Now they took it. They they made a very physical uh, uh what Pistons, Detroit Pistons, and who was that third game that they played against? Did uh the um Nets. the Nets a bit all right? Both of those teams was very physical, so physical that actually in that one game, I mean, it may have been the very last game that they played. Lamella was like, man, you know, it felt like it was kind of one way yeah. uh, as far as the calls and everything was concerned. So it's like, who, who are the Hornets right now? Are they still searching for their identity because it seemed like a physical team would beat them up in the paint? And and if they take and they get off to a slow start, they, it's hard for them to come back from it. And that's the thing with having the team we have. Lamelo is not a guy strong going to the basket. Right. He doesn't take the ball strong. And he's not getting the calls. I just yeah, know that if he – yeah. the thing, too. He's looking for those calls. Like we talked about last time, he's looking for those calls now. Right. Because he has made the All-Star game. He has gotten this max contract. He had, so he has the name. He's looking like, all right, now where are my calls at? Yeah. And now that he's still not getting them and his shot's not falling down, mm-hmm. it's, it's not – like he's struggled. Right. In all three games. Yeah. He did. He did. He struggled in all three games. Yeah. With his shot, with finishing at the rim. Other other than that, he's looking fine. Right. He just has to find this shot. And really, like we've been everybody has to get stronger going to the basket. Right. But other than that, I just don't really know because like the team's not playing bad right now. But the, the point, but point production has got to pick up for Lamelo, yeah. or they're not going to win. You know what I mean? We can't. We had 121 points last game. He only gave us eight. Right. Exactly. And and I and I seen that game. What was that last game they played against? That was the Nets. That was the Nets. And I saw I saw that game. Man, they they got off to a the whole team got off to a slow start. And the Nets came out red hot. Man, you had Ben Simmons and everything. I think he got the first bucket of the game. Man, Ben Simmons is rejuvenated. Yes, I noticed that. He's rejuvenated, and I think the Nets stopped with the, you got to shoot the ball, you got to shoot the ball, you got to right. shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. They just went back to beat Ben Simmons. Right. Be that player to where all they wanted you to do was shoot the ball. He looked real confident out there. Everything goes. Yeah, so he looked real confident yeah, out there. he looks good. And now he's surrounded by a Mikael Bridges. Mm-hmm. He's surrounded by a Cam Thomas, who's a certified bucket. Right. Cam Thomas is a certified bucket out mm-hmm. there. 30, mm-hmm. I think he's had 30 points each of the first three games. Like, mm-hmm. He's a certified bucket. Mm-hmm. Then you have shooting around Ben Simmons, so once he gets to driving to the paint, he is still 6'9", 6'10". Right, exactly. Driving to the paint. Kick it out to some of these guys, or I'm going up and finishing. So right. I think the situation around him uh-huh. definitely has gotten better. Yeah. He's not in a harsh 
Yeah, it's still Brooklyn, but you know how Philly sports can get. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. They Especially with them when, Eagles, man. They love you when they love you and when and they hate you. They really do yeah, not like so, you at all. <laughs> you know, it's just Ben Simmons, I'm happy for him. Mm-hmm. I hope he keeps it up. Mm-hmm. And I hope it only gets better from here. Right. So, what, so, so, so real briefly, what you th- uh, feel about, like, the physical play? Because, like, the physical play, like you said, with Detroit, the physical play bothered the Hornets. And with the Nets, the physical play bothered, bo- bothered the Hornets. What you feel about a, that? We don't have a – we don't have that bang. Like I said, LaMelo is still the pretty boy LaMelo. Mm-hmm. We have Terry Rozier, who might be our scrappiest player. Yeah. He's not – you get what? He's not that. He's not the scrappiest of players. Right. We have a PJ Washington, who's not a banger down low. Yeah. We have a second year Mark Williams, who's like I said, he's a lob threat. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, can grab us 10, 15 rebounds a game, something like like that's what we want from him. He's not a bruiser either. We don't have the bodies that we don't have that type of player on the team. Right. Nowhere you can look up and down the rosters. Not there. Right. We don't have that scrappiness and things like that in the team. So, we're, go on. okay. We're, we're a young team who's looking to run up and down and hopefully put up shots and put up points. And, and they hit. So, going forward, what should we expect or what should we need to take in? What should we expect from the Hornets and, as, going forward from here? Like, what do you think they really like need to zero in on to go, get on a, on, a, on a mini win streak, at, at, if any? I can't expect anything really more from the team uh-huh. other than just – Consistent it out, like right. Just have these games more consistent, mm-hmm. and it's really we live and die with Lamelo right, right now. Yeah, we have Lamelo has to find his offense. Exactly. Yeah, and we're not gonna go nowhere. Even if the rest of the team does play as good. They can get a little bit better, you yeah. know, what I'm, unless yeah. somebody breaks out and has like amazing MVP season around Lamelo. Right. But other than that. We're not going to win much games with the players around LaMelo being the better players on it. LaMelo has to be the best player on this team. I understand that. It now, it now, is the fourth quarter going to be start to be dubbed as Terry time? Because he's the one that really kind of pulled them out and with the win that they did get. He, he was looking real nice in the fourth quarter, which I, is when it really Terry's counts. Terry's always that ISO go-to, I need a bucket type guy. Yeah, I think he's always been that person for the team. Right. So, and while Lamelo is struggling, definitely he he's gonna have to be that guy. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll look forward to it, and we're gonna keep you posted on it. So check this out. Now, one little thing I wanted to do. I did this right here, a little research. Now on the rookie, the rookie night comparison, Victor Wambiama, fifteen points, five rips, and a loss. Amen Thompson, eight points, five rips, and a loss. Asar Thompson, his brother, twin brother, four points, seven rips, five blocks, and a loss. Scoot Henderson, 11 points, and a loss. And our man, Brandon Miller, for the Charlotte Hornets, Queen City, 13 points, three rips, rips, and a win. So I feel good about that. But going on with that, let's go ahead to the uh, Vicky Wambayamas, his his debut, okay? Because some things that we've seen, and we had a great day. We had a great day in the NBA. 
and a lot of things that was kind of like that was going on, I really did enjoy. So let's go with the victim, the Victor Wambiyama and his and his debut and everything that he had that was going on there. Because I want to get your your ideas and your thoughts about where you think that they're going with it. Because uh, with that being said, this is what some of the things that took place. Zion's Pelicans, he posterized the Grizz. The your man Spider Man, Donovan Mitchell, he spent his web against the Nets with 26 points in a win. Now here's some point right here. Uncle Drew scored 22. Luca scored 33. But it kind of put a damper on Victor Wambiama's NBA debut because the Spurs lost. So what do you think about about his debut and how he looked to you now? The debut was it, it was baffling to me, kind of, yeah. just because they didn't run the offense through him at all that game. And it, it, maybe it's because they wanted to ease him into it. Yeah. But when you have, like, Devin Vassell taking most of your shots with the 7 for Victor Wimbledon, who is he's shown he's going to be your best offensive player on your team. Now, in retrospect, after after the first game, he has struggled a lot. Like, I, he struggled a lot mainly because his shot isn't falling. And that's what he's looking for. For whatever, maybe he doesn't want to go down there. Maybe he might be the next Anthony Davis. Yeah, <laughs> he don't want to go down there and bang around. He don't want to be pushed around. He doesn't want that type of punishment on his body. So he has been three point hunting, and it hasn't worked out for him. Yeah. So in the first game, he didn't take. He was three for five. Yeah. So, but he only took nine shots. So five of those shots came from. Three point range, four came, and maybe those four was on a fast break. Who knows? Offensive rebound, maybe. But he's not like seven four. That's the problem. That's really the problem for me. Seven four, you giving me five rebounds. Mm-hmm. That's that's just showing me you're not trying to go down there. Yeah. Well, all right. So check this out. So I've been I've been seeing him play and everything. Whatever. I've been kind of checking up on it and everything. So with that being said, okay, um, he has been uh, kind of aggressive around the basket. He has like some back to back blocks. Uh, he's not scared to dunk. He's not scared to take and you know pull up and, and shoot from the three point line. Um, but it seemed to me like because they did get a win in overtime, they, they had to go to overtime to get it done when they finally did get that win. Uh, but. I don't know because it seemed like to me the league was kind of like awed by his size and ability. And then after that, they kind of start playing him and saying either we get him in foul trouble or we just take him out of whatever he's showing as being his game right now. So what 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 adjustments you think that he needs to make and how do you think he'll start looking going forward? I got to say, he's still young. It's only third game into the season. Yeah. So let's not get crazy about it. Okay. So And then the team around him, it's still a work in the progress. It's not like it's the best team. So they, like you said, they can lock in on him once he does start getting yeah. hot. Once he does start making plays, right? Avoid him around the rim. Just you know, he's over here. Let's get whatever we can on this side of the court. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just gonna come with time. Just understanding what you can get, what you can't. Finding that NBA range three. Just those type of things. It's just gonna come with time, being, becoming more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But we see it, like the, we said, the foundation's there mm-hmm. for what he can be. The potential's there. Right. It's just all gonna have to come together mm-hmm. at some point. Okay. So check this out. So like I say, so his numbers uh, against the Mavericks was, which is a game they lost. He had 15 points. Now the game that they won against the Houston Rockets, they did go into overtime. He did have a double double that day, and it was 21 points with 12 rips, three blocks, and two steals. Decent. Um, and now the Clippers, listen. That game there, 
I don't think they led that whole game. No, no. It was like I think they came close to leading. Right, and then they end up losing by like forty. So and I don't, I don't I don't know and you know it is a different bit of, it's a different schedule this is the NBA is not in France the French yeah. league or anything that he came from and I heard that these games was a little bit closer so his recuperation time ain't the same yeah. so it could be a little bit more acclimation that he needs to get to and maybe that's what it's just the the body's not used to it he, the condition is not there completely yet. Right, because he only got it again. Only got ten shots up last night. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Victor Wembanyama, the one pick, generational talent. Yeah, this is automatically your team. There's no reason you're taking ten shots. Right, especially right. y'all getting blown out by forty. Yeah, we yeah, and that. he's young. He's young too. But I did know that they did get a little bit physical with him. So yeah. you know the bang bang. You know they he, they got Zubac down there. Oh yeah, it was gonna be a physical. Kawhi was probably gonna get up into him a couple times. Right. Paul George already said on his podcast he was gonna get up into him. Like that's the type of team that will do that to you. Right. So, like I said, it's just gonna come in time getting used to that. Mm-hmm. Used to that type of defense because mm-hmm. they're not gonna let you have it. They're not gonna let you just. Do whatever you want to do just because you're seven four. Exactly. Like we're gonna the fans are being off. The players yeah. aren't. Right. That's like at the end of the day, we still got to win these games. We get paid more than you right now. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so listen, so with that being said, you know we're gonna have to talk about our Lakers, man, because this is something that we really have to discuss. Now the Lakers, they split their first two. All right. Now they took in, you know, that that little that Denver game, you know, they lost there in 119, 107. AD had 17 points and LeBron was on uh, had 21 points on a minutes restriction. But here's the kicker that I really want to get your brain in on. Listen, that second game they took and they won by five. Yeah. LeBron still only scored 21 points, but he he played that whole entire fourth quarter. Okay, now KD dropped 39 points in 39 minutes. That's one point a minute on average. But it wasn't no Devin Booker. Or so, Bradley Beal. Or Bradley Beal. So, but LeBron threw that, look, look, he threw that, that minute restriction right out the window the second game. I need you to talk to me about this one. Man, when are we going? All right. I know it's early, but just as much hate as we give Anthony Davis, when are we going to give him his credit too? Okay. He ate all that for the first game. All the hate. Right. Everything. Took it, ate it. Because you can't go out. I get it. You can't give us one rebound first half, zero point second half. Right. He understands that. Right. Since then, he's balled out. Okay. Love it. Love Since it. The um Phoenix game, Kings game. Okay. Back-to-back 30-15 games. Okay, nice. Yeah. Last night, I think he had 24-16. So now it's not – we're not looking at Anthony Davis going for – now again, if he – Blunders again. We will, of course, but I don't think it should be as heavy as we used to lay it on. <laughs> now, don't get now if he does drop the ball next game. Of yeah. course, call him out for it. Right. Call, tell him that's not. Of course, right. Anthony Davis. He does supposed to do more, but also remember the last three games of. So you get what I'm. We gotta balance it out more. Right. And that gives into my other what I'm about to say. Balance it out more with LeBron James too. Okay. Because like you said, first game minute restriction, cool. You didn't. Second game minute restriction. You got outplayed by Kevin Durant. Yeah. Next game you got outplayed by the Kings. Uh-huh. Next game you only gave us 19 and it started off slow. You only had five seven points through like the f- first half. Okay. Like it, LeBron now is, and also LeBron. 
and others. Because Austin Reeves, you haven't lived up to that. And maybe that's why the other teams didn't pay you, how everybody else thought you were supposed to get paid. That's what I wanted to bring up. Austin Reeves was one for 12 shooting with five points. Okay, and I think that's that was that may have been in that overtime loss to the Kings. Yeah. Okay, so what was all? Where did all the hype come from? Because I thought he was basically supposed to be the Lakers saver. He was supposed to be that third option, and and right now, other than the last game against the Magic, where D'Lo went out there and went absolutely crazy. Yeah, he had a, he had a bomb for he quarter. had a crazy game. Woo! And, that, and it was at the point where run the ball. Through D'Lo. Through him. We needed points. We needed shots. Give the ball to D'Angelo Russell. Right. That's a problem to me. Okay. Honestly. Because he wasn't supposed to be that. He's not supposed to be that. Now, it is good to have that, Mm -hmm. to know that that option is there. Right. But for it to be this early in the season and we're already now on who's supposed to be our fourth option, fifth option, closing the games for us. Yeah. After we just paid a... Austin Reeves. After we just brought in this game, like, what? <laughs> what just happened? What, like, what, really, what just happened? Right. And all that hype, all that, even at the USA games, the, what, the world FIBA, was it FIBA, 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 FIBA games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even there, Austin Reeves, you played amazing. That's what I'm saying. He balled, he balled his the, ankles hurt that time. There's all the momentum that you've built up. Right. Or is it just the league is sick of Austin Reeves and they're just like, Shut down. He's not that good. Right. Because you know at any given day they can put the clamps on you if that if that's basically they're scouting you. And that's where and we let's be real. Austin Reeves there's a lot of players in the league who does what Austin Reeves does. Okay. But he plays for the Lakers. <laughs> he plays for the Lakers. Right. Which automatically gets you in another of, level. In front of even more eyes. And then the story behind him. Yeah. Being that undrafted guy, telling the team, don't draft me. I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to go try out. I'm gonna... That story did boost it. Yeah. And then you did ball. It did match. It, and it was a, a leveling up every time. Yeah. You, you got better. So coming into this year, like all eyes was on you. Exactly. All eyes, other than Anthony Davis and for other reasons. Yeah. Just, I, I think people just like to hate Anthony Davis at this point because I was talking to a guy yesterday he's like I'm just ready for him to go we'd be a better team without him tell me how right yeah that's like I'm like that when you, people like that say mm-hmm. stuff it's just you don't even have a reasoning what are you gonna get back for Anthony Davis exactly. at this point and if you just saying you want him gone cause the team would be better just remove like you know addition by subtraction explain to me how that makes sense to you yeah, that'd be like a James Harden type too. But listen, let me ask you this though. So, with that being said, at what level do he needs to get to? Like, give me an example of the production that he needs. Just, just compare him to somebody quickly in the league. Reeves. Yeah, what production he needs to get to? A Tyler Hero type production, a Chris Middleton type production. Where are we talking about? What he needs to get up to, man? Because we need to figure this out. Ideally, around that range of those is two perfect examples. Okay, guys who. Aren't look to give you twenty five a game, yeah, but are a threat to okay, are a threat to every game. They can give you twenty five, but they're going to give you a like that's what I'm saying. They can guarantee you a twelve, fifteens. Right now, we can't bet on him for that. Yeah, we can't get we. It's not even that the points are low, right? It's the 
you're getting the shots. Right. We're giving you the ball. Yeah. We're doing all the things that we've been doing. Yeah. The production just isn't matching the same. Right. Exactly. So I guess we're going to have to take and keep a close eye on them because, I mean, you're talking about five-star uh, people showing up to the game and, you know, you're in the, the city of Los Angeles and they're they going to want to see a winning team because I think they've been um, going a little bit too long because what when was that bubble win? 2020. So okay. Going on four years. Going on four years. Okay, we'll keep an eye on it. Listen, listen, let, with that being said, let's just, you know I got to get your thought process on this. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Most favorite, most liked segment of the show. For all our listeners, baby, double D time, dynamic duo of the week. Yeah, a dynamic duo of this week is Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard, and the Greek Freak. Giannis, a typical ball of the Milwaukee Bucks. Now, here's a little something. A little song I wrote. You might want to sing it note for note. Listen, dynamic duo. All right. With that being said, the Milwaukee Bucks new duo combined for a 64-point night, shooting 19 for 24 from the court. Dame Dollar wasted no time becoming an instant scoring threat for his new team. Now, Leonard is quoted as saying, hey, I came here to be part of a winning team, and I've started to set in quickly. By the way, Giannis and the whole team has fully embraced me. It was a little bit of basketball history that night as well, ladies and gentlemen. Giannis, his 23 points put him into a new franchise history of made field goals, and Damian Lillard's 39 points marked him as the most all-time for a Bucks player in their franchise debut. He scored 14 in the fourth and was perfect 17 of 17 from the free throw line, pulling out a one-point victory over the 76ers. I was so say, he needed every single one of them free throws. Right, because they only won by one on a James Hardenless team. He, that he wasn't even there. Yeah. And so, Joel wasn't Joel got started late too. Like it wasn't that that kudos to the Bucks. They poured it out. Right. We see what they can be. Yeah. We see the threat there. Cause you what they got 39, like you said, 39 from Lillard, 23 from Giannis. Right. On inconsistent shooting. You can't expect that every you know. Yeah. You, you can't expect that. So we see what they can be. Right. We see that it's there. But this is where it comes to the pieces around you guys. Because that's... They took 40... They took half the shots. 41 of the 81 shots. Like, literally half the shots. Yeah. They took literally half the shots. Didn't... They both shot under 50%. And then you didn't get... The most you got from anybody else was Brooke Lopez, 13. And that's just because he hit three threes. And the other... He made me mad too. I had him on prize picks. Right. He only got two rebounds. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Get down and you only got two rebounds. What are you, you got out rebounded by your point guard. Malik Beasley had more rebounds. Right. But that's another conversation. Okay. It's just and then moving on, the next game, the Hawks, they lose that one by seventeen. Right. Same problem shows again. Right. Damian Lillard, he did take a step back, uh-huh. but still was inconsistent. Right. He did not shoot well. Two for 12 overall, two for eight from three. Giannis played good, but these are the games where the questions arise, like who else do we have on the team? Right. If if uh, Dave doesn't chuck up 20 shots and get 17 free throws to reach 39, mm-hmm. who else is going to step up? Right. Because Chris Middleton shot, what was it? 
I don't think he played this game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's like on a minute restriction because he's coming off a knee surgery, and they're not trying to wear him out too early in the season. Yeah. So, uh, so, so he played the first game. I think he set the second one. Right. So, again, production, you're looking at Malik Beasley, Brooke Lopez, Blake Port, Bobby Portis. And y'all throughout your whole roster, I've never seen this, actually. Everybody listening on the roster play. Everybody. Okay. Because y'all were trying to find somebody else to get. That just shows you right there. That I'm glad I just noticed that. That shows you right there. They're looking for anybody and everybody to be that third, fourth, because they don't have it. They right. know they don't have it. Right. They know it's, yeah, maybe they might hit some shots, but it's not nothing that we can, like I said, if Dame is playing bad, we can't lean on these other, it has to be by committee. Right. And when you only have two guys, like Chris Middleton's great and all, but he's not a solidified. He's I'll put him in a group of he'd be a guy that you look to get it done by a committee too. Yeah. You can't two guys isn't gonna get it done right. in this league. Right. So 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 I'm glad that you said that because with that being said, what you just said, you know, you know, Giannis has been taking a lot of heat in the media, man, saying that this is Dame Damian Litter's team and he's just, you know, he's just there to kinda of help along. Yeah. So it, it seemed to me like with that being said, he he's almost like trying to pass off just in case it don't go quite right. He don't want to take the heat. But what's your what's your mindset on what he said? It's Dame's team. It's I not his. I think it's more of that nice guy, you know, Greg. Giannis always wants to be that nice guy, yeah. unless it's on the court. Yeah, he wants to be like he loves his teammates. He, yeah, he loves you know all those things, and I think it was more of trying to welcome Dame, trying yeah. to make Dame feel comfortable, let Dame know you are. I think Dame is a couple of years ahead of him as, right. as far as league experience. Yeah, you are ahead of me. You, we know what you are. Yeah, you're. But at the same time, Giannis, you're arguably the best player in the world. Right. Dame isn't. Right. Not right now. Not at this stage. He's not even arguably the best point guard right now. Right. You can't give up the keys to this team. Yeah. It still has to be your team. Right. And last game we saw that, I think that's the first game he legit, like, this is my team. They ran it through him. And it it worked well. They mm-hmm. got the win. He finished with 33-7. and seven. And Dane took a step back. He still could shoot better from three, but he did hit the 50%, 7 for 14 overall, 25 points. Mm-hmm. So it shows that you can we can run the game through you, mm-hmm. and Dame can still find a way to get his. Because mm-hmm. Dame isn't – Dame – I'm not, I'm not going to say Dame has to change his game completely, but mm-hmm. Dame now should take some notes from what Steph Curry does. Mm-hmm. That off the ball movement, mm-hmm. being a threat of where's he going, mm-hmm. keeping somebody somebody has to stay attached to his cause you you have the range. Mm-hmm. You've had the range. You the yours and Steph Curry's range is almost identical. Right. Y'all can hit those same Logo. outside. Yeah, so parking lot. Guard mm-hmm. him as soon as he get off the bus. Mm-hmm. Y'all have those type ranges. Now is can you do it without the bar? having to be in your hand the whole time because mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be in Milwaukee and mm-hmm. that's what you've asked for right you've got it now mm-hmm. let it take advantage of it yeah because that it'll benefit you way more than coming up with the ball in your hands dribbling it for 10 seconds or 8 seconds off the clock trying to get give it to Giannis move around come off some off ball screens pin downs things like that mm-hmm. 
Giannis can make passes too. We, they say there's going to be possibly the best pick and roll team in the league, right? You see, and that's another run it, come up pick and roll. It doesn't happen. Pick and pop. Give it. Run off to somewhere. Like it can, you can guys. It's so many options there. You don't have to play the same style of basketball anymore, Dave. Yeah. So it's just going to have to be an evolution of, not even skill wise or anything. Just yeah. your approach to the game. What's going to work with this team? With this team. You're just going to have to change your philosophy. Right. Because he used to be the primary scorer, and that's what he used to. I got to get 40 or 50, or I had to, to, to get these 50 pieces, 30 you know, pieces, 40 pieces. I got to shoot the ball 30 times. Right. To do, you don't have to do that. Right, exactly. You don't have to do that. You can yeah. take nights off. Not nights off, but you can, you can take second seats sometimes. Right. You can be the second guy this year. Yeah. You can then, when you need to turn it on. Yeah. You could be there for that too. Right. And it should go like that. Right. So what do what do you what do you see them going with this and everything? Because you know they need to find their identity and they need to find their identity quick. So where you where you think uh, they're going to be going as far as this combination in the Milwaukee Bucks this year? I mean, are they a favorite to win the East or, or is or they're just going to be in the conversation? But it's not going to happen this year with this Joe with the James Harden trade. Yeah. Um, I haven't liked what I've seen from the Heat. Yeah. Of course, but we know they went from AFC to NBA Finals last year. Mm-hmm. So we know what they can do. Right. Honestly, I don't. I didn't like what. I, just from our test, I haven't liked what I've seen. Your best player can't even get you 16 points. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's not It's not looking good. Right. It's, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's wrong down there. Mm-hmm. But it just hasn't looked good. So I think they're. Right now, they should be a lot for at least an Eastern Conference Finals appearance. Oh, really? Okay. Because I, because you do got you got the Celtics. You in got there. the Celtics. Okay. Other than that, who do you? Uh, is uh, all the other teams are more toss ups. Yeah, that is true. Are so, more, like the Bucks and the Celtics for the East. Bucks and Celtics should have. They should have the easiest paths to Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. Because then you get into that mid tier teams like. The Cavaliers. Mm-hmm. They had a good year last year, but we still don't really know they're young. Mm-hmm. Right? They're young and just freshly put together. We still don't know what this Knicks team is fully going to look like out there with right. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. And then you get even deeper into it. You get like the Nets, who we don't really know about. Mm-hmm. You know, Hawks, who we don't know about. Mm-hmm. Um, Hawks started 0-2. Yeah. Then you get just like not Bulls. won something. So I think the East is going back down to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, where they used to be. Yeah, I, I think it's heading back in that direction. I thought when, I, but I thought when Dame came over, it was going to kind of like, you know, turn the tide on that yeah. a little bit, and it was going to be like, hey, it's something to reckon with on this side yeah. as well. But that sending, that sending James over, back west, had a big ripple effect, yeah, didn't it? It, it goes just because it shows now, like like we were just talking about. Is Jason Tatum, Jeru, Jalen Brown, Christian Swashingas in Boston? Mm-hmm. It's, it's Dame and Giannis in Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no other names like that anymore now in the East. You right. go to Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland. Right. Jalen Brunson, Julius Randle. Right. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, Jordan Poole. Not <laughs> 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 if you go to you, you start getting into names like that. Where right. Then you go out west. Yeah. You got Joker Jamal. Uh huh. You got um, PG Kawhi. Uh huh. Now you add in James Harden. You got LeBron AD. You got Luca and Kyrie. Yeah. You got like 
and it's probably it's more and then you get into the names of like those other you got De'Aaron Foxes and DeMontis Sabonis right you got whose teams are better than those other teams that we've mentioned exactly so, so now it's like where we at where we at we're going back to yeah. whoever comes out of the west right exactly I got oh, you I'm Stephen Curry Chris yeah. Paul let me <laughs> pick a name off that right. pick a name off that roster exactly they, they all fit they do have they do have look like they have a pretty solid second team with the Warriors where yeah. Chris Paul is satisfied yeah. with coming off the bench and he looks well and that was a thing that everybody was worried about offensively they look good even yeah. with both of them on the floor right now it's their size thing and who they gonna guard mm. but when you have those two and you put up the points that they possibly can put up, mm-hmm. that's when it comes to we don't need to go. But right. <laughs> we, that's still gonna have to see. You know, it's three games in. You're right. We still gonna have to see what that looks like over a period of time. Right. But I'm I've liked what everybody had questions about it. Yeah. But so far, I think they've looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be figuring it out better, getting yeah. more used to it, things like that. But the Warriors aren't out of it. Yeah. Don't ever count the Warriors out. Never count them we've out. Learned, we've learned that already. They should have yeah. won that. that ring against the Celtics. Nobody thought. Right. Coming into that year, nobody had the Warriors on the spectrum of yeah. And, and a lot, a lot had been said uh, about the the, um, the Dallas Mavericks and everything because I think that uh, Kyrie Irving set out the last game, and I think that uh, Luca he went off, went crazy, maybe like forty or fifty points. Oh, yeah, not it's sure. Been a, it's been a Luca Doncic so. Right. So with that being said, that that shows me that they can win either together or one or the other on the on the court uh, at, at a time. Uh, and I haven't heard a whole lot from Kyrie. I don't know if he's playing a quiet role right now or he's just waiting to to take and kind of blossom a little bit more and figure this the whole thing out, but what do you think they kind of sitting at? Because Luca did himself did it himself the other night. I think that Kyrie was on rest. I'm not really, I'm not really sure because, like I said, I didn't, I haven't, I didn't watch the games. Yeah, so I'm not gonna act like I saw anything. Mm-hmm. But from the looks of it, it's just been all Luca, Luca. Yeah, still yeah. the same. Get Luca the ball, right? Watch out, he'll find you if you open. Right, exactly. Type, comes give him screens. Yeah. If he and if he runs off, hurry up and get out of his way. Right. Like that's really what it's looked like when I've seen what from what I've seen. Yeah. But again, it's just gonna have to be But this is a good sign though. Right. Because we know what Kyrie can do. Mm-hmm. That's no it's no question. Right. This Lucas hasn't fell off. Right. He's only looked better, if mm-hmm. you ask me. Yeah. He looks even better this year. Right. Through three games, he's averaging 39, 11, and 9. Right. That's... That's, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, exactly. So, we're going to see what's going to happen. You know and what I'm saying? He, like I said, if Kyrie was, hasn't been playing, uh-huh. right, if, he, if he is on a restriction or whatever the situation is, uh-huh. you throw a Kyrie on top of that. Yeah. Man, the... Nobody knows what this team actually can do. Exactly. Nobody knows. Exactly. All right, ladies and gentlemen, coming up next. Part two of the Donald and Donald podcast, baby. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned and don't go nowhere. Double D.